Hey everyone, this is No Thoughts Head Empty in the version of a podcast. If you're from the blog, welcome. This is my first um, video. No, my first podcast. No, okay, my first episode session of um, what I hope will be a very long and successful podcast um, series. This is your host, Anonymous Incorporated. Um, and as you can tell, this is my very first time uh, speaking, I guess, a podcast. So my blog, No Thoughts Head Empty, is a Gen Z blog. For those of you who are new to this um, brand, I guess. Um, and basically, I just thought there's too many thoughts, too many thoughts in my head for it to all just be written and posted on my blog. And sometimes I just have to go completely um, off the book, just say whatever's in my head and really get everything out there. Um, And I also think this would be a great opportunity for me to practice my speaking skills Um, because I didn't, okay, obviously you guys don't know. Um, I've always been a very fast speaker, like ever since I was a kid. I'm pretty sure it's some sort of trauma response because what isn't these days? Um... But like, I really have a need to speak really fast or else I think people are going to get bored. Why? Okay, this is so weird. Why do I sound different? Okay. Um, No, so basically I do have a tendency to talk really fast and mumble up words. And I think speaking intentionally, like slowly and properly, will be a great way for me to practice my skills. And also share my very, very important thoughts. Um... And, you know, the things that go through my head on a daily basis. Why? Is it necessary? I'm not really sure. But it is what it is. And you're just going to have to bear with it. No, I'm just kidding. You're not being forced to obviously hear to this. I hope not. Um, And I do hope that if you are listening, uh, I hope that you enjoy and I hope you have fun. And hopefully gain some insight from whatever content I provide. Um, Okay, so that was... Okay, a motorcycle just passed. That was my introduction for the first for my first podcast, obviously. Um, and I wanted to start this podcast by just telling everyone why or like why am I in this place? Why am I starting a podcast? Or like what brought me here to, you know, speak into my um, Apple wired headphones in twenty twenty two um, on my phone. It's literally recording in the voice memo um, app on my phone. Um, I'm in my pajamas. It's like 1 p.m. I'm still in my pajamas. I was supposed to go to work today, but I called in sick because I am sick. Um, and yeah, it's 1 p.m. I haven't, I'm still in my pajamas. Um, but what really, I guess, initiated this idea or like why or what the things that happened in my life that brought me here. Um, it's a very long story. So I'll I'll try to sum it up. But basically, I did my first year of university last year, so 2021. Um, and it was in a course which I did not 100% like or was passionate about. Um, and it's a very long course and it's very difficult. And like you really do have to be obsessed with it in order to like pass. Not even like pass. Like, well, yes, pass, but like to excel as well. And it's so hard to even get into the course. Um, that I just, yeah, I don't know, I just spent a lot of time trying to 
get into the course that I didn't put enough time into thinking if I would even like it. Does that make sense? Um, and it's really funny because last year, during this time, um, so I'm in Australia, and I don't know if most of you will know that when um, high school kids, year 11 and 12, they do the ATAR, um, and they set their exams, and like during this time of the year, they get their university offers. So this time last year, I was a high school graduate, and I was just waiting for offers from university. Um, and it's funny because it was either between, I had a lot of trouble choosing which course I wanted to study at university. Like, it was very difficult. I spent at least, like, all of year 12, and then, like, the summer holidays after, just contemplating which, like, field do I want to go into. And it was so difficult. It feels like you have no one to properly talk to, or no one to actually give you guidance. Like, it just feels like everyone around you is biased. Um, so I come from, like, an Indian family, and, you know, they are very, I don't want to say all Indian parents and families are like this, but, like, most of them are very strict or focused, let's say, on academics and doing good in school. Um, and there is a bit of, like, not a bit, there is, like, a good amount of pressure to do good in school and, like, get a good job after and, you know, like, have a secure future, basically. Especially for my parents because they gra- they um they immigrated to Australia from India a couple of years ago, so they really d- you know put their entire lives on hold for their children, and so it's like I have to do good or else their efforts have basically their efforts and sacrifices have basically gone to waste. Um, dude, what the fuck was I even saying? I completely lost my the track. What was I saying? Um, yeah, so I was talking about the courses, right, so I was getting courses, I was, and I come from an Indian family, I had a lot of people telling me what to do, like, what course should I study, or, you know, which course is safe and secure, and is going to guarantee me a job in the future, um, so that was happening a lot, um, and I had a lot of people telling me, oh, like, do this course, do this course, and I was talking to random cousins from, like, Canada and America, um, about, like, which course is good, And I was like, what the fuck? Why is, like, some random cousin who I've not met in, like, 10 years telling me what the fuck I should study for, like, the the rest of my life, you know? Um, But, yeah, so it was a very confusing time. And it was a very, like, mentally challenging. Sorry, just give me a second. So it was a very mentally challenging time as well, I would say, like, last year of high school. Um, I basically did not, you know, socialize with my friends enough. I did not have a work-life balance. For me, year 12 was, like, a very serious year. And I thought it meant I should study 24-7. Like, literally spend all my lunch breaks in the library studying. Spend all of my free time in the class. Even if it's 10 extra minutes, I should spend that studying. And I was just studying so much. Like, so fucking much. Um, and, like, I guess it paid off. Like, I got an HR of 99.15. Um, but did it really pay off though? Because like here I am a year later, still not sure. Or like, did a degree in which I did not like enjoy or really like that much in the first place. Um, and I was not doing great emotionally and mentally. So did it really pay off? Mm, that's debatable. That's a that's a topic for another another podcast. Um, 
it's gonna be like one of those those tiktoks you see of like two random guys talking about oh hr doesn't even matter or you can get into uni without hr i don't know if you guys know this but like there's two very specific like these australian guys that talk about it and it's so funny because it's so it looks like it's deep like it looks like they're having a deep um, conversation but it's just so like surface based it's it's very funny okay but that that's a topic for another discussion um right so as i was saying i've said that so many times already um but yes so it was a very challenging time to say the least um and i ended up doing something in which i just wasn't sure you know um and like i always even throughout the year i was i had fun like it was there was some parts of the course that i really liked and some parts that were very exciting and i never thought i would enjoy these but and i and i made so many great friends like i am so grateful that i chose this course because if i had not like met the friends that i have right now i just i can't imagine how different life would have been um like they i they're the reason i got through the first year because honestly without them i don't even know if i would have passed like most of my units um but yeah it just wasn't a course that i was 100 percent vested in and i think because it's such a hard course you really have to be obsessed with it and you have to be passionate and you have to have like this burning urge to study it you know um and that just wasn't me and a part of me always knew even throughout the year even when i was having like those fun times there was just a part of me that that knew i was not meant to do this course or i was i was supposed to do the other course that i was thinking about and i just i don't know i just ignored this feeling for a long time um which is so sad like i just i had a gut feeling for like so long and i just ignored it um and that's my that's like the main um topic as well for this podcast is like one the reason why i'm starting this podcast and two trusting your gut instincts as well which will come come back to later as well um yeah it was just it's so weird thinking about it now like looking back now because i really did feel like maybe it would work out you know maybe i would not feel as lost or as unmotivated or not as passionate as other people in my course were you know i thought that was a thing that would just pass as time went on but it didn't like I see the people, I see my classmates, and everyone there is so determined to, like, study. Not even, like, get good grades, like, to study. And I realized that was, like, one of the big indicators, um, which helped me realize that this course was not for me. Um, was that it was just, you know, like, I was there to get good grades, and I was, I wasn't there to, like, actually learn whatever was being taught, because I did not actually care about it that much. All I wanted was get good grades and move on to my master's, which would have been in the field of my second option, you know? So I was planning on doing this as my bachelor's and then do a master's and a degree in which I really, in a field that I really was passionate about. 
um but i was like that's pretty fucked up like if you're waiting like three four years doing something just to get good grades and i wasn't i wasn't even getting good grades like it was a difficult course it was not as enjoyable as i thought it would be and i was just waiting for like those three years to be three four years to be over um and that's just not the way to like live life like i'm not a big philosopher you know i haven't read socrates or whatever but like you can't spend like any time of your life just waiting for like a certain phase or part of your life to be over um and yeah and i decided that i I decided to like um change courses about two months ago even though I, i always knew i decided about two to three months ago um and I realized I wouldn't have been in this situation. Like, I'm grateful for how things went. I'm grateful because I found my friends. I'm grateful because I learned a lot of new lessons. And I became a better person. But I did wish, like, a part of me just listened to the gut feeling I had before. And did not, like, give in to what my family was saying. To what other people were telling me to do. Like, I just really wish I listened to myself. And what I truly felt was the right option for me. Um... Because we're literally, I'm literally in the same spot I was one year ago. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty stupid. Or, like, I don't know, not stupid, I guess, but a bit disappointing. Like, you would expect yourself to be in better positions or places as the years go by, right? Um, But I'm just not. Well, okay, like, I technically kind of am. Like, I'm improving, I guess. But compared to, like university and education wise i am in a very similar spot as to what i was in last year not last year last year's 2020 okay yeah yeah last year sorry dumb moment um yeah and i think a big part like that really helped me realize that i am actually quite instinctive and i do have a lot of gut feelings and i do end up being right about them I had an exam um, for this course um, a couple of months ago, like just before I decided I was going to change, I had an exam. Um, and I did the exam and then like a few weeks later, um, I got an email from my, like, the unit degree course coordinator. Um, and she basically like sent an email saying, oh, come on up to like the reception or whatever and we'll have a talk about like your results and i was like what the fuck like that's so scary to get an email um like that and and it was so funny because i thought um like i was so sure i did not fail the um, big exam i had like i was so certain like 99.9 percent sure that i did not fail how i just i just know i didn't it's not because like i knew i was smart or something i didn't do great in like those big exams before throughout the year but I just I knew I did not fail that exam but I still had like this bad feeling like I was gonna like have something bad was gonna happen you know um and I just couldn't understand why um and then anyways like a few days later I went to talk to her and she told me I passed the big exam like which I was expecting to um, but even then I was like, no, there's, there is something else. Like there is something she's going to say, which is going to be like, fuck, you know? Um, so basically what she told me was that I failed to, <coughs> sorry, oof, COVID. Um, 
that was so cringe. Why did I just say oof? Who the fuck says oof? Oh my god. Okay. So basically what she said was I failed two other units and I could have potentially failed one and then done like repeated that one in the next year, like in my second year. But because I failed two, I can't repeat two extra units. You know, that's just not how the university works. It has to be only one or if you failed one if you failed more than one, then you have to take like you have to stay back a year, repeat those failed units and then move on to second year when like your classmates would have already gone to third year, if that makes sense. Um and I just I knew it. I was like I just I had a feeling like this was gonna happen and I knew that I was gonna fail no, I was gonna pass my other exam. Um, and it was just, it was so weird, like, I felt it, like, I felt it way before, like, I felt it when she emailed me, I just, I knew something was wrong, and I knew it wasn't the big exam, I just knew it wasn't the big exam, and even that one, I I passed, like, marginally, but I just, I knew it wasn't that, um, and just before this happened as well, I went, I had a job interview, um, and even before going in, like, to the interview, I was, like, very nervous, it was an administrative position, um, which is completely different to what I've worked at before, because I worked at, like, Macca's and Coles. Um, so an administrative assistant job at, an, like, an office that was air-conditioned in the city it was, like, a huge deal, and it was, like, a very big step up. Um, so I was like, I have to get this job, like, it'll be a great job. Um, and I, I was very nervous, because, you know, I was like, I really have to get this job, like, it's a great opportunity. Um... But, like, even then, I was nervous, and I could feel, like, the anxiety and, like, the butterflies and everything. But, like, a part of me was so calm and assured. I was like, I know I'm going to get this job. Like, I'm literally the best person for this job. Um, So, what I... And then, you know, I was just, like, a part of me was so worried, but a part of me was just very calm and assured. Like, I just knew I was going to get this job. Um, And then I went into the building. I did the interview. The hiring managers were telling me that they do have a few other candidates lined up, like they told me at the very start. Um, and then as my interview was ending, they asked me, when can you start training? Um, which I thought was pretty cool. Like they told me there were more candidates, but I was just so good that they literally just hired me on the spot. Um, and I just, like a part of me knew already, you know, like I said before, I was nervous, but I just knew it was going to work out. Um... This has happened a lot with, like, other, like, guys as well. Like, I just, like, the few seconds of meeting a guy or, um, talking to one, like, I just know, like, a potential romantic interest. Like, just a few seconds of looking at them, knowing them, talking, talking to them. I can just tell if it's gonna work out or not. I hope some of them work out, but, like, deep down, like, really deep down, I know they will not work out, you know? Um... And I do think I have been, like, this was actually, like, the first, one of my, no, one of my, my first, um, boyfriend. Um, like, deep down, I just knew I had to break up with him, like, two weeks into the relationship. Um, but I ignored that gut feeling, and I dated him for, like, eight months, and then I broke up with him. Um, which was, you know, again, not great, I'm not bragging about it. Um, I should have obviously, you know, done it as soon as I should have. Or I could have, um, when I like, first had those feelings or thoughts. Um, and 
it's the same thing happened with another guy as well i didn't date him but we were like talking and it was like a pretty we were talking for like a long time and i knew like very initially that i was not gonna like date him but because i kept on talking to him but because i kept on hoping like something will change um we kept on talking and he got pretty involved um which i don't blame him of course like if someone's talking to you you're gonna get emotionally involved in it right um and then like just like a few like eight months after as well i just i was like nah we can't do this he's like i like you i'm like i don't like you i can't we can't do this um which is pretty fucked up because i should have just stopped talking to him the second i realized that i don't like this guy and i find him kind of annoying and i don't see any future with him you know like i should have i should listen to these gut feelings the second i have them and it's such a huge like it's a very big and obvious pattern in my life that i just don't listen to what my gut feelings say or tells me um and i think even now like this is such a big step like changing university degrees is so difficult like not the process like just the emotional and mental challenges i guess it brings because it's so much more comfortable or easier to just to just stay in the course that you're in to like just put up with it for a few more years um like you've already started it why not finish it as well you know and even now i keep on going back and i'm like maybe i should just stick to to my original course maybe i should just you know try a little bit harder um but i realize that's not it it's just not going to make me happy it's not what i'm passionate about it's not fair to anyone else if i keep putting myself in situations where i'm not happy and then i complain that i'm not happy you know and like so even though i'm scared i know that i have to listen to my gut feeling and change courses um and why am i telling you all this it's because that's really the path i'm on right now i'm trusting my gut feeling i'm trying out new things i started coding i started my blog no thoughts and empty um check out the website okay it's not published as i'm talking right now because i have to pay like 150 something for the domain name which i don't fucking have um <laughs> i don't like it's in the process I, I do have a job i got that admin job like i said um but it is in the process um so maybe it's up by now maybe it's not uh, maybe it'll be up soon um so i do have the blog i have started coding i've started like journaling i've started fucking meditating and it's so useful like i feel so calm and at peace with myself like it's crazy like maybe i guess there's a reason why people tell you to do all these things it does really make you a happier a healthier version of yourself that sounds so lame but it is it is correct um i'm starting this podcast i don't even i don't even think i'm gonna get listeners like at all or like maybe like five per year or something but maybe more like i don't want to be pessimistic but i also don't want to be optimistic and expect it to like blow up overnight um yeah like i'm i'm trying out social media marketing i've gotten a few offers job offers for that as well um i'm posting on my personal tiktok that's kind of going great um and i'm just i'm trying to do the things i have got feelings about you know or things that i just have a desire to try you know like i had a gut feeling to do this podcast and now i'm doing it 
um and that's my main story of why i'm starting this podcast and why it's important to trust your gut instincts because they tell you so much they really are like the answers to everything um I'm just thinking what else is there for me to say. Um I guess there's like a general question of how do you differentiate between gut feeling and anxiety? Like I've heard that question a lot. Like not no one's asked me that question cuz this is not a huge podcast. I don't have an audience yet. Um but I do hear this question a lot like generally to other podcasters. Um <clears throat> and I think so like the main like difference for me or like the main thing that helped me understand the difference between anxiety and gut feeling was that like for example with the um with the job right my gut feeling was telling me i was going to get the job it was a positive outcome my anxiety was telling me i was not going to get the job or like it would have told me i didn't feel like that anxious at the time i was just nervous but if i if it was anxiety it would predict a negative outcome right like that's what anxiety is you just predict or expect for like the worst outcome but i had a feeling that it was a great like it was a good outcome and that's when i could tell it was my gut feeling because you know like why would my anxiety tell me i'm going to have a good outcome of the situation you know and from there on i could and from there on that was like really the changing moment like when i experienced like not saying you can't have gut feelings about bad things but I don't know. I feel like that's like the easiest way for me to explain it. Like if you have a gut feeling that something good is going to happen, that's a good thing. Like that's your gut feeling. And you can sort of like from there on you can feel it for like other things as well. But if it's a bad outcome, um then I guess it's either and like then it's either anxiety or gut feeling. Um but in order to differentiate for that for like a bad outcome is that anxiety or gut feeling i think you have to go through that positive gut feeling thing if that makes sense i don't know if that if that makes sense but that is the best way i can explain it um and you know what this is going to go to about 30 minutes so i think i'll start wrapping it up now i just wanted to say a few takeaway points just that you know if you are listening from somewhere in the world um maybe it's just me listening like you know to hear my own wo- uh, my own voice um if it's like just someone random i hope that you keep on listening and i hope that you do enjoy um listening to my podcast and my insights and my evaluations of the big wide world um and I am grateful if you're listening as well. Like that's a great thing. Thank you so much if you're listening. Um and maybe if my website or my blog is up, you can also check that out for like 2 minute reads if you don't want to spend 30 minutes listening to me babble. Um but that is it. That is me, Anonymous Incorporated from No Thoughts Head Empty. Um once again, thank you so much for coming here today. All right, have a nice have a nice day. <laughs>